being present happens when you accept and create a real version of your reality now and you do something to become a better person with what you can now. Honestly, my life, it's always been about wanting more, getting the result, matching my expectations, achieving the goal, and guess what? Success and getting it, whatever you want to get, they don't necessarily mean that you're going to get love or happiness after that. The more you are focused in what the heck happened before, the less you will be able to understand the importance of the mainstream and popular present moment. I failed many times before. I was attached to all the things that once you die, they just don't matter anymore. I was attached to lose those 10 pounds that will give me that specific body. I was attached to that job opportunity because being a marketing manager at 25 will make everyone proud and I will shut everyone's mouth. I was attached to that relationship or having longer legs to be smarter, to be the most culturized person in the room. However, life taught me that value does not come from titles, prices, and material things. I was able to say fuck this and fuck it and focus myself on creating experiences, understanding the meaning of love, finding meaningful connections, creating a healthy body, and, you know, learn how to love myself without any makeup or fancy clothes. Now, I think I'm just more connected than ever with the person I am and the person I want to become. There's a quote that I love. It's by Eckhart Tolle. It, he just totally changed my life the last couple of months. I've been reading his books. He's a spiritual guide. And he said, always say yes to the present woman. Surrender to what is. Say yes to life. And see how life starts suddenly to start working for you rather against you. Whatever you are, be there totally. and. This really changed my perspective about the present moment, which is not perfect anyways. The past will always be part of your memories. And the future is a chance that you can't avoid. Like, it will happen. They are both connected. In a present tense, it's at the end who you are being right now. Being present happens when you accept and create a real version of your reality now and you do something to become a better person with what you can now. I wanted to share today how I started this process and how I apply this every day to make sure I stay here present. The first thing I will tell you is like you have to accept that maybe you have the wrong approach. I did. I've talked about this a lot during my podcast episodes and I will do it as many times as it's required to tell you that without the right mindset, it will be extremely difficult. It's very painful to start this journey of building a realistic and natural version of yourself. You are so focused in letting the past define the way you act that you can't see the whole reality like the big picture. You are what you repeatedly do every day. The little things are the ones that build character at the end. You know, being nice, being kind, a good listener, vulnerable, empathetic person, very direct and very transparent, especially with yourself, takes time and it's hard. It's it's not easy. But if you want to be present because you want to get something from other people, just don't do it because probably you're going to fail. 
And if you're doing this because you want to get something short term, then stop and restart it. And you can restart as many times as you have. You need to have, I think, a long term approach and a mindset that focuses on well-being and everything that is involved in the process. It's a whole picture, literally, you know, start by accepting yourself fucked as you are. Like whatever you have with your flaws, with your good things and your bad things, your personality traits and your type of attachment, anxious, avoidant, secure, whatever that does not define you. Invest time in knowing yourself. Improve your social skills, for example. Listening profoundly to someone when they're speaking, it's a talent. It's a talent and it's very important to create meaningful relationships. Read books that excite you, that makes you curious. Work with your body. Dance, move, shake it, go for a walk. Use your mind and appreciate what they can help you achieve now. We can still learn things. If we can use our brain and learn new things, take new risks, it's going to be a little bit more difficult. But life is emotionally abusive, like Taylor Swift once said. So fuck it and do it. You need to realize the process is more important than the outcome. And I know it said I said it in my sound cliche, but enjoy this episode now like every word i'm saying it's more important than you clicking pause or leaving or doing whatever you're gonna do next and probably you're gonna say like oh but Bob, what if my now moment sucks what should i do then and i will answer with another question do you think mine doesn't <laughs> i am exactly like you or like everyone else that is watching this episode right now I am doing these episodes and I wrote 15 episodes about my journey because I felt deeply lost and I still do. And I have more downs than ups lately, but I am more than that. I am more than my ups and my downs. And the only thing that I can do is be totally where I am right now because I cannot change it. And I realize I have only three possible outcomes in case you want to change it or you're dealing with this, I don't cannot be present situation. The first thing is you can, well, what I did was like, I could remove myself from the situation. I can change the situation, which means that I have to take action, creating time and taking or making hard decisions to know what can, it can be done. And the third thing I, I think I realized I could do is accepting it totally and take responsibility for what part of its concerns to you. Like, what can you do? Another quote that I love, like Ed Hart Hill, is like, you must choose now and then accept the consequences. And I think it's so powerful because the process of building yourself in the present moment, it's a continuous journey of awareness that requires patience and consistency. You need to focus on developing healthy habits that you can sustain in the long run. Like I just said, in my case, I was learning to say more no and less yes to every fucking thing. Not because I was selfish or self-centered, otherwise because I wanted to have more time to be with myself. Think about the things I want. Creating a space for me to allow deep connection with my goals, with my visual board, <laughs> my needs, and the things I want to accomplish in the, in the near future. You know, learning how to say no to distractions in order to nurture myself. It's one of the biggest accomplishments. It really increased my capacity of being present. Even if something I still struggle, design your process and be realistic with your goals and adopt reliable system. What I mean with this is 
I will share some insights from the book Atomic Habit. It talks about something called the Valley of Disappointment. It is basically the place where people feel discouraged after putting in weeks or months or years of hard work without ex- experiencing any significant results. And significant, when I say significant, its results are attached to your expectations. So everything counts. It's not wasted. It's just stored. I feel like I am more connected with myself than ever because I see creating content as a form of art and as a form of telling stories. And that's the reason why I want to do this. I realized I needed to adopt habits that are like a compound interest of self-improvement because self-improvement is something that grows with time. It's like the same way that money works and that money multiplied through compound interest. The effects of your habits multiply as you repeat them. They seem to make little difference at the beginning, yet the impact they deliver over the months and years can be huge. That's, I think, how millionaires created their wealth, like real wealth. I think it comes from minimum efforts in a long period of time. I'm going to talk a little bit about my fitness journey to give you like an example. Setting on realistic goals, they motivate me for a while because I wanted to lose weight, lower my body percentage to like zero. I was, I was not enjoying the process. So when you are setting a goal, first, you need to enjoy the process. And second, you need to be present in everything you do. None of these things are easy things to accomplish, at least not in my case. And I needed to put myself out there and try a bunch of stuff until I went for the first time to a sport nutritionist and I informed myself, well, I know my body composition, how my body works, what's best for my body, what uh, it's more healthy to eat for it to be as the way I want it. More about what your body might need nutritionally and physically. You can start by walking 30 minutes a day if you have never worked out before, adding more vegetables to your diet, or even buying a big, a really big water bottle in order to drink the necessary amount of water. The same if you are spiritual, for example, if you're getting into a spirituality or you are already a spiritual person and you connect with yourself through yoga or meditation, set a realistic time to meditate. I fall in that trap. I wanted to meditate an hour a day or do only yoga classes for 30 minutes because, or an hour. And it was like, I, of course, I did it for a couple of months and then life just happened. Different things happen. And I just stopped because I think that it was not doing an hour that it was not worth it. But I think now doing five to 10 minutes, it's more than enough. If you have five minutes instead of 20 minutes, adjust to the five minutes, but be present, be there. Because that day, just meditating five minutes, it's more meaningful and it's more than enough if you can be there enjoying. The biggest reason why I fail every time is because I started saying the things I want to achieve and I want to achieve everything at the same time. And I just can't. I discovered that when I focus on making small changes, the result like I just said, are those lasting and permanent and I can create a lifestyle I want and I actually enjoy with improvements in the long run. You might start a habit because you feel motivated, but the only reason you will stick with one is that it becomes part of your identity, who you are. To say present is essential to keep track of your progress. Setting intentions and weekly goals is key. 
I do this every time when I journal now, or I take notes when I go to therapy and highlight with a marker what calls my attention the most and what makes me feel stuck or resonates with me in that moment. And I focus on one thing at a time, or at least I am currently forcing myself to. Clarity and connection when you are healing and when you're trying to make peace with the present moment, it's key. And it's like super important. Recognizing those small victories, even if they seem insignificant to others, it's a huge win. Maybe you are more open to listening. Maybe you are being less reactive under certain critics. Or maybe you know that it's time to leave a situation where a person because you know it won't allow you to feel happy in the present moment. There is no magic formula, but there are things that help. Remember, and this is a quote I got from John Pueblo, which is one of my favorite authors, being okay with not being okay helps you let go. When you are present, you open space for real growth. So accepting what it is might be the first and most important step. After that, you have to start building and working with those things that make you create a space in the present moment one thing at a time and you will create a whole new reality and it will be 100% worth it. 